Yeah. Let's give it up for Liquid IV. Yeah. .com, baby. Promo code Nooners over there is going to get you 20% off your first order. Rage this weekend. Jobless on accident. I feel like it was an accidental rage this weekend. Yeah. And uh, I needed some Liquid IV to start off today. I start every day with a Liquid IV. Um, our kids are using Liquid IV. Yes. Um, they've got the new and improved sugar-free Liquid IVs as well. And Pear is back. Pear is back. That's my favorite. Pear was my favorite there. Um, big fan. But uh, hanging out, watching sports, hanging out with the friends and all that other stuff. You start boozing, you lose track of time, and then you're like, oh, shit. I need to rehydrate for the week. Got to pop in that liquid IV. Are you a daily girl? Because I don't see you every single morning all the time. Yeah, I'm a daily girl. So I do um, one of the sugar-free grapes Mm. or the sugar-free apple, which are my new faves, in 24 ounces. Okay. So it is supposed to be just in, they say, like, put a packet in 16, 8, 16 ounces. 16 ounces of water. that's going to hydrate you double um i put in the 24 ounce maybe onesie or twosie yeah and go through the day it's life changing i I call it hydration monday here on the show because it's uh it's one of those things where again you go hard over the weekends you got the kids you're not eating great uh you're boozing with some friends or whatever and then boom reset on mondays pop in the liquid iv and you're good to go um, but it's, uh, it's a little pouch. That's it. You're ripping open, popping into liquid 16 ounces or more and you're good to go. Super easy there. Three times the electrolytes, uh, no artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins and nutrients, non GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with liquid IV. Grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! By ghostbed.com. Yeah, welcome to the old revolution, kids. We're live on Patreon. Uh, that's going to be a common theme coming up uh, in the in the next couple months ahead as we move into the new studios. Uh, we're going to be shifting a lot of our video over there. Uh, frankly, YouTube just isn't paying us at all. Um, you guys aren't getting notifications. Somebody said, Dan, what did you say? Delco, put the, turn them on. 
Turn on the notifications? Yeah, turn on your notifications. On on YouTube? Well, we went back and we did some research this morning. Mm -hmm. And so only 12 of you have clicked, 12% of our subscribers have clicked the bell to be notified. But then you also have to turn on the YouTube notifications like on your phone. That's if you fun. watch it on your phone, that because if YouTube tries and you have it turned off on your phone, then you're not going to get it. Gotcha, and only seven gotcha, percent gotcha. of our audience have both of those turned on. Okay, okay. Uh, well, either way, YouTube isn't really helping us financially. Uh, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> uh, even I mean, it, with it, we've been at this now for seven years, and uh, in order to continue doing video, we're going to have to start sliding episodes over to patreon and i i would say it's probably going to be 75 25 we're kind of discussing it here internally uh as we keep going um it, part of that reason too is like dude anytime we have a controversial guest we get fucking dinged uh anytime anytime we talk about anything remotely controversial controversial there it is ross let's get it today buddy um, we get dinged for that as well, including today's episode, which would have probably gotten dinged just by the title alone. And just the whole rat race of YouTube. Like, why, why we gotta do this? Like, hey, well, why, 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 why we all gotta... of our favorite comedians are over there now at this point. Um, we were the last, I guess, to do it. And uh, you don't really have a choice because you can't really talk about what you want to talk about. Um, it, it, again, the title of this episode is the Juneteenth ice cream. We would get nuked just for this title alone on YouTube. Like, there's no fucking way they would allow that to to go on and be Not like, even, oh, let's open it up to everyone. Having no idea what we're talking about. Right. In any context for what it Correct. is whatsoever. It's just immediately stricken down. Yeah. And when I say Juneteenth ice cream, if you're out there and you're like, hey, Ross, that sounds super racially insensitive. It's actually a real thing. Bob, put this picture up on screen here of Juneteenth ice cream. This is uh, great value, by the way, it says on there. Yeah. Uh, well, that's Walmart's brand of I ice know, cream. I know, but like you don't. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> like, There's nothing like celebrating the end of slavery by just slapping a great value uh, sticker on there. Um, if you can see in the picture, there's a bunch of black hands and then music notes maybe as if they're they're still in the cotton fields singing old negro spirituals like i'm not really sure what that is supposed to represent as far as ice cream goes in singing well one of them has little jelly bracelets on uh-huh and they're like high-fiving so i kind of like that maybe they're at like a festival or something maybe they're partying i was so i i was trying to, to think of the same thing and i was like well we'll gun through the other categories of ice cream but with this bob pop this picture up one more time What's the flavor? Because I couldn't see the flavor. So the flavor is, and here's my theory before I tell you the flavor. (laughs) They had this combination of ice cream, because it's two flavors. It's like a flavor combo. Okay. They had this combination lying around their fucking warehouse. Yeah. And they were like, how the fuck do we get rid of this? Because this is not only does it have nothing to do with black people, uh-huh. it's the least black flavor I could have possibly imagined. Is it vanilla? What is it? It's it is so it has nothing to do with black culture. Okay. I mean, like it is it is it sounds like something you would get at a white person's Methodist baptism reception. Okay. What do we got here? Red velvet and cheesecake. I'm sorry? 
That should be the Giorgio flavor because those are two of my favorite things. And that's fine, but you're a white man who is never enslaved. No, no. I'll, is that me appropriating their flavor now? Did I just steal their? F- God, no, because this was never their flavor. This was this, this, is, this is nobody's flavor. I like this. Thing, it's not even my flavor. Yeah, um, and it's not even like remotely related. So, like for St. Patrick's Day. Sure, if it was like mint they, chocolate they chip. They do mint, but mint green. has nothing to do with Ireland. They're just like, ah, mint green, green, fucking yeah. dead, blah, yeah. blah, blah. This, this is just a fucking flavor they had <laughs> laying around, and they're like, what do we do with it's this? It's like a period mix. <laughs> Boy. Put your yeah, headphones good, on, Rob. What? Yeah. Put your headphones on so you, you can put talk your headphones to the mic. on so you can hear yourself. Um, I'm surprised they didn't just mix some chains in there and really go old south with it um, and just say, hey, guys. If this wasn't racist enough, we're going to kick this up a notch and have you really taste the slavery and just put some rusty chains in there or something like that. This was so shocking that I, I actually had to fact check this on the Internet. And I was like, holy fuck, that, that's real. That's, that's what Walmart is doing. Uh, now, when I walked in today and we, we were chatting about what the show was going to be about and all that stuff, you said they've already pulled this flavor. Is that correct? So this is gone. Yeah, it's, it's already gone. <laughs> How do we get our hands on this is the question. Nick, is there a Walmart around here? If so, can you go get some Juneteenth ice cream for us? Because they're going to pull it off the shelves. And I don't know a better way to celebrate Juneteenth than with this ice cream. So if we could grab some of that, that'd Do you be see great. the little Our Story that's written on it too, Russ? Yeah. I, so that, that one's a little hard for me to read. Pop that up on screen there so I can see it. What's, what's their story here? Bob, if you want to go ahead and... I mean, it's just share and celebrate African-American culture, emancipation, and enduring hope <laughs> with our great value fucking Cheesecake. Emancipation? Does it really say emancipation on there? Yeah. <laughs> Which is what Juneteenth is about. Like, that's no, fine. I, that I understand. But, like, but what does cheesecake-flavored ice cream li- have to do with emancipating literally nothing. slaves? Literally nothing. Is like, there something I'm missing that it was an old, like, southern tradition? I'll look up the origin of red velvet. Certainly cheesecake was not. I, I'm just going to go ahead and guess cheesecake. <laughs> was it. I don't know the history of red velvet. I'll look that up real quick. Who lost their job at Walmart today because of this? Um, who was that person? When you outwoke yourself... You obviously deserve to lose your job. Um, so as I was looking at this last night, hysterically laughing with, with uh, my wife, um, I thought, well, shit, if there's this, there's got to be something else, right? There's got to be some other ice cream that Walmart is pushing. I mean, this is the fucking episode of Atlanta uh, where they have the Juneteenth cocktails. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Juneteenth juice, uh, frozen freedom margarita. Yep. Emancipation eggnog, <laughs> plantation master poison, uh, abolition and absinthe. Hold on. Underground but, rum road. But that's where we're at. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't put Harriet Tubman on the, on the outside of this bitch and just say, look, mm-hmm. you know, we beat all other ice cream. Like, really go for all the puns if we're going to do the emancipation. So of the I ice just cream. tried to look up what Dan was referencing so we could put it up on the screen. Mm-hmm. And I typed in Juneteenth cocktails thinking it would just show that picture of the joke of when they did that. No, it has a full list yep. and images yep. of cocktails, and they're all red. So everything in Atlanta is based off of something true in real life. Yeah. So that, that's real. I think the, I mean, the best one on the menu, too, is uh, 40 acres and a Moscow mule. <laughs> <laughs> We're all done, kids. Good to see everybody. Good night. We're done as a nation. Uh, no need for anything ever again i think and i'm triple checking this by the way yeah 
Yeah, like yeah. the Juneteenth, there is like a Juneteenth like flag, I guess, or something like that, and it's just red, white, and blue to show that black people are Americans. They sure. shouldn't have been blah blah. So I guess they got two of those colors, but like obviously, no, that's not what they were doing. Like they just had the. I swear to God, I'm gonna hammer this into the fucking ground. They had this flavor in their warehouse, and we're like, yes. yeah, like we yeah. need to, we need to sell this because we have. Uh, like I'll put it this way: we we've done the taste test for the seltzers on our show. We would have the option to have those flavors that didn't test well around, um, but I just wouldn't order them because they're not good, right? With this, boy, it just so I, I have a hard time believing that they, those were just because to transport ice cream into another container is tough. Like, okay, so with this flag, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I could see like a cheese, a blueberry strawberry cheesecake combo mm-hmm. swirl or something that like maybe wouldn't be disrespectful, like very like. I don't know. I'm just trying to come say, up with a better flavor. I feel like they were trying to not be racist, right? They, they didn't want to be like a grape flavor or like a watermelon flavor. Yeah, you can't cream. do either one of those because also those aren't ice cream. You can't, make no, the, well, you can't, you can't put like cornbread inside yeah. the ice cream. You can't make so. the Ikea mistake. No, yeah. you can't do that either. Um, but so this they isn't, just went completely like white. Man oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred percent. But this isn't the, the only instance. So I was looking at others and I was like, they couldn't have just done Juneteenth. And they didn't. Um, Pride Month is also coming up. Uh, Bob, if you want to pull up their Pride ice that cream. That better be a sherbet. Uh, I don't know the flavor. I, I just looked at the outside of the, the thing. It, it just can't be. Nice. Da- it just doesn't need to be dairy-based, Ross. No. No. You know. Um, actually, I had a picture of course, of, yes. on my phone. You don't, be, you don't want to get clogged up. Yeah. What do we got here? Um, Bob, did you pull up the Pride ice cream? I think a nice sorbet might hydrate you, too. Still looking for that. I'm, I, it's all giving me, like, Juneteenth right now. All right. I will text it to you, Bob, so you can put it up on screen. You know what's weird is you're saved as Rob, and that disappoints me. I know. It automatically changed it for you, and you got a fun little emoji face for yourself. I do. Look at that. Um, I just texted you the picture. Oh, here we I got it. Okay. So the Pride ice cream is, uh, is awesome as well. This one, they've got pink hands, yellow hands, and then chocolate hands, which is fun. But I don't know the flavor. There you it go. looks like they just repurposed the same hands. Kind of. Because that one is also wearing jelly But bracelets. there's no <laughs> musical notes. So does that mean gay does people th- don't sing? This is the same. These are the same fucking hands. Hold on. <laughs> All right. First off, it's great value, okay? Right. Let's it's not. It's great value. Let's well, not expect a lot. I think they can hire a graphic designer. I think that was the problem with slavery is they said it was a great value. That's what white people said. Um, that's, I mean, that's troubling already. With the, with the fucking pride ice cream, is it the same hands? Did they just change the it's, colors I think on it's them? just the same artwork, okay. like the same art style. So they put a nice little rainbow flag in the background there if you can see it. And that's all fun and flirty. What's the color, Bob? Of what? Uh, the, uh, what's the flavor? I'm sorry of the ice oh, cream. Uh, white chocolate flavored ice cream with brownies and cherries. Okay, so that's a mix of like white people, black people, fruit. Other you know, color. fruit. Yeah, yeah. Hello. No, no, that's for gays and lesbians because you have the brownies and the cherries. Ah, uh, there you go. There you I go. mean, th- this is just like innocuous enough that I guess it doesn't matter. Like what it doesn't again, matter like, to there's you, no, Bob. There's, there's only no, two euphemisms for. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's no like gay culture in terms of food, right? Like there's no because they're not they're not a geographic culture. No, Bob. So, but they like, still deserve their own, they deserve their own representation. But I mean, so it's like ice cream. What, what flavor could be right or wrong with gay people? <laughs> Whereas with black people, it's like no dude, red velvet. Like what? <laughs> 
Maybe it's, it's representing blood. I'm not sure, but did they pull the pride ice cream or are they leaving that out? Because I'd hate for them not to turn a profit off of this. We're so close. And, that, um, and that's the thing. This is still on the shelves, I think. I mean, okay. this is from two days ago. Great. So nobody's bitched about this yet. Give this, eh, what, 48 hours, 72 hours, and this will be pulled as well. Um, and, and so all my black friends out there, look, you had to know this was coming, right? White people weren't just going to give you a holiday and then not monetize it. That's not a thing. Monetize everything. Easter, all that shit. It, I'm not even religious, and I fucking take my kids out to to look for eggs, and we do the magic of Easter and all that other stuff, okay? With Juneteenth, yeah, we'll give you a holiday, but we're also going to monetize the shit out of it, and it's going to be a great value ice cream. Wait until the rest of it comes, because that drink menu that, that Delco was talking about, that's all real. All of these are popping up all over the country in celebration because everybody wants to kind of do the right thing but then make money off of it as well so those bar menus will stick around for a while what was it 40 acres and a moscow mule it's great well it's a parody but it's a yeah. great branding i mean that's uh, somebody's gonna do it though you know that right yeah like that's i should, hope, I should hope not well giorgio they are and there's nothing you can do to stop it okay it's white people and there's nobody nobody that takes up a black cause better than white people these days so Buckle up. That's what that's going to be. Um, as far as the pride thing goes, uh, Ricky Gervais has got a new special out today. Whew. Have you seen the clip of this? Because they want him gone uh, ASAP. Wait, they're canceling their hero, Ricky Gervais? Oh, yeah. He was so big not yeah, so long ago. Yeah, 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 they yeah, loved yeah. him. Still huge. Um, this uh, airs today on Netflix if you get a chance to watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it as soon as I get home. Bob, if you want to go to Twitter and just type in Ricky Gervais and pull up the clip. So there's a, somebody posted a, a minute long, minute and 10 second clip today of Ricky Gervais's new special. And uh, they're saying it's more troubling than Dave Chappelle. Now, when he went to record this special, he did go out uh, to all the, the media outlets and everything and say, look, I'm, I'll probably get canceled for this. And I honestly don't care. Um, but everybody's been sharing this clip today. I've seen it a couple times. I know Barstool had a thing on it of like, well, this is funny. You know, I didn't think Chappelle's jokes were funny, but this is definitely funny. I'll let you be the judge. Um, once we pull this up here, all you have to do is type in Ricky Gervais and, uh, and just scroll down just to the videos. Ah, Bob. God damn it, Bob. Are you sure you spelled Gervais right? Because it looks like... Uh... I did. This is probably it. The first, for whatever reason, the first three videos were foxes taking a shit. Huh. Okay. Which is technically called a Ricky Gervais. Is it really? No. Okay. In the business? Yeah, play that clip. Let's see what we got here. Uh, it's not a show. There's no dancers or jugglers. It's basically a bloke talking. No. Um, this is not it. Which is stand-up comedy is, isn't it? A um, bloke talking. Sexist. Uh, I wish I could hop back behind there today. Uh, no, no, no. Keep going down. What's with the Fox's Fox? Is this some type of thing that, like, there's a million fucking retweets on it. Is that something that I don't know about? Fox is fucking? I think they're just pooping. Just type in Ricky Gervais trans, and that'll probably do it for you. Both were trending today. It's all Elton John. Weird, man. Are they, are they dotting the algorithm? I talked about this yesterday on, on Drinking Bros. Um, with the Musk thing, one of our listeners wrote in and said, hey, dude, for Elon Musk, 
type into one of his things and uh, uh, just one of his tweets and you'll see like a hundred bots after. That's exactly what happened. And it lasted for about an hour and they were all fake accounts. Well, they want you to give them Bitcoin and they promise they'll give you more Bitcoin back in return. And then it's just a fake account with Elon Musk's face. on Okay. It. But maybe they pulled all this for copyright. Like they, I guess eh. maybe it's getting dinged because here's the here Netflix's official clip. It's not their official clip. Okay. So but somebody that is, but that, that's but that is the it. right special. So that's that the background's correct. It is. Let me find okay. it here. Um, yeah, it's not fucking anywhere on Twitter right now. Man, we'll, we'll find out here. Oh, this other guy. <laughs> I saw about this other guy today, too. Um, yeah, I think I got it. Uh, we'll find out, Bob. Yeah, we'll see. Dun, 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 dun. We'll find out. Here it is. No, women. I, I mean the old-fashioned ones. There you, you go. Know, Rewind old-fashioned it. women. It. Oh, God. You know, the ones with womb. That's where the clip starts. That's it. No, women. I, I mean the old-fashioned ones. You know, the old-fashioned women. Oh, God. You know, the ones with wombs. Oh. <laughs> Those fucking dinosaurs. Oh. No, I love the, the new women. I know the new women. They're great, aren't they? You know, the new ones we've been seeing lately. The, the ones with beards and cocks. They're as good as... They're as good as gold. I love them. No, it's the old-fashioned. And now the old-fashioned, they're like, oh, they want to use our toilets. Why shouldn't they use your toilets? For ladies. They are ladies. Look at their pronouns. (laughs) What about this person isn't a lady? Well, his penis. (laughs) Her penis, you fucking bigot. What if he rapes me? What if she rapes you? <laughs> you fucking turf whore. <laughs> you fucking turf whore is how he, he ended that bit. People are just going all in these days on this. And, People uh, are freaking out about that? Oh, yeah. Uh, they want him fucking gone, executed. Um, who Matt Walsh says, I've always thought Dave Chappelle's trans jokes were pretty mild uh, and disappointingly safe despite all the outrage over them. But Gervais really goes for it here. This is what we need to see. A lot of people are going for it these days. Um, at the end of the show, we're going to play that Bill Maher clip. Um, and the reason why is uh, I alluded to this on, on Cirque, I believe, the other day on, on Patreon. I forget. Everything blends together. Uh, we got canceled by one of our advertisers um, for the transgender episode uh, for the, the female swimmer from University of Kentucky who swam against Leah Thomas. Uh, they were not happy with the comment that Dan made about uh, they want eight-year-olds to cut their dicks off. Um, that specific quote was sent to me uh, by the advertiser and the agency, and, uh, and they said this was hate speech. Um, now, Dan was clearly joking when he said it. Uh, Bill Maher uh, says you need to put down the, what was it? The dick axe? It was a really good one um, at the end. Saw. Of it. Dick saw. And that I'm disappointed in that I, we didn't think of dick saw. But lately, more and more, this topic keeps coming up. Well, because I think it would be a straight blade, Ross. And you as an amateur circumcisionist probably understand that. That's, I, I do. That's, I would that's, never that's use tool. something yeah, jagged. No, no. Never use something jagged. There's no bone there. You're not having to come through. It's all about that nice cut. So you mm-hmm. want a good blade. So the reason why I think all of this is 
finally coming to a head. Uh, and again, I'm going to play that Bill Maher clip in its entirety at the end. I'm not a fucking Bill Maher fan. It's nine minutes. just uh, Exactly. Okay. Uh, and I, we'll save it for the very end of okay. the show and then tack it on at the end of the show. Um, because I think it's important. And again, I'm not a Bill Maher fan. He's obviously super fucking left and I'm not. Uh, he also panders, but not this clip. It, it just seems like he's genuinely making a point about uh, what is happening and whether or not we are creating this versus how natural this is. Um, and the reason I'm bringing it up today, uh, not only with the Ricky Gervais special, I have not watched it. I'm going to watch it tonight. It just it literally just launched, I think, at midnight last night. Uh, so I'll get the, the gist for the rest of the, the special. But this is starting to hit the suburbs now. This is starting to hit where I live. Um, there was a story in Dripping Springs, Bob, at uh, Dripping Springs Middle School, uh, which you will be a member of soon. Uh, you don't have to look it up. I'll, I'll just tell you. Um, there was two kids that identified as furries, and they dress up as dogs. So this is real. This is real. And they come to school, and uh, uh, they have a dog bowl and the whole thing, and they were barking at other kids at the school. Time out. Time out. I feel like this is disrespectful to furries, which is just... <laughs> Look, they just want to rent a hotel conference room and do their thing. And now it's like an identity. No, I get it. But these are th- these two kids in particular were in seventh grade. Um, they're in seventh grade. Not and- even having sex. They can't be furries. No, no, dude, you can't. And nor do you know about any like I have to go to you for this information for Christ's sakes. And I'm a grown man, let alone a seventh grader. I don't even, well, I mean, I have a guess of where this is coming from and we'll get to that. But like, um, I, I don't even know what to say to the parents of this. So the, there was some, a group of kids that bark back at these two kids and they got suspended for the rest of the year. Now there's only a week left in school out here. So they don't get to do field day and like the end of the year activities and all this other shit. Uh, and they said, look, the principal said, this is what these kids identify as. And we think it is extremely insensitive that the other kids were barking back. And they were like, well, our kids got barked at first. And why are we catering and letting kids roll around in dog costumes and, and do this fucking shit? No response. Now, I know the family personally. Um, it's a small community out there. And they're looking to lawyer up pretty big in this. Um, so I'm curious to see what will happen in this. But lately, this is starting to creep up more and more and more around the nation. And I ran into a woman uh, from Dallas who was talking about this, who worked in the school system. She was a vice principal there. And I asked her about this. I said, you know, the way they're jamming this in your face. And like, I I was watching the Warriors game the other night. Those fucking trans commercials are endless for kids where the kids are out playing soccer and shit. It's such a big difference than like, like you can empathize with someone who was misgendered or born in the wrong body Mm -hmm. and has gender dysphoria. Like that is super, you can be super sensitive about that. But if you're allowing kids to pretend that they are dogs and the fact that they can dress up in costumes and feel like dogs is mental illness and is irresponsible on the parents' Nature. Well, Giorgio, you'd be you'd be thrown out of school for that comment. So, I mean, you should watch your tongue on that one. But no, I'm kidding. It's it's that's the truth, though. I feel so, more like Dan every day. I, I, a lot of people do. Even Bill Maher. I mean, Jesus Christ. I was I was shocked to see this fucking thing. But with that, when I talked to this vice principal in Dallas, I said, "What is your honest assessment of what's going on? And are you seeing anything like this?" And she was like, "You know." We're getting more and more kids that are coming into counselors saying, I think I'm trans. I think I want to switch my gender and everything else. She said, this is what she said to me. I'm not going to say her name, but she goes 99.9% of the time, something is wrong at home 
and the kids want attention. This is now the big attention grab that is on television, that is in social media, that is on Netflix, that is uh, on Twitter, that everybody's fucking talking about. And it's the easiest way to get attention either for yourself or from your parents or someone else. Most of them don't even know what the fuck it means to be trans or anything else. They're just doing it because they want attention. Um, Now, the more and more attention we give to it, including myself today, the more and more this is probably going to keep popping up. And again, I hate to reference this Bill Maher clip, which we'll get to at the end. Um, He goes into the numbers and how drastically the population is changing and more and more people are identifying that. And he asked the simple question, are we creating it? Because it is regional. Uh, And he's right. The, The numbers show that it is regional with these changes and everything else um or are we just jamming it into the media and everything else over and over and over again and now it's going to go across the country that's kind of where i lean um again i could not get through the fucking warriors game the other night without six of those commercials and at first you're just fooled because it's just a bunch of children playing soccer there is no gender difference besides like maybe some spray paint in one of the kids hair and even that seems kind of like eh. Are we really fucking leaning into that? Like, There's not a super difference in like athletic ability at that age. Like, It right. hasn't quite gotten to the point Correct. where it just overcomes everything. Right. But it, it will, obviously, in your teen years and all that other stuff. And, um, you know, with that, if we don't address it now, it's going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. And, like, dude, if you think women are losing their rights as far as abortion and all that other shit going on right now, they're about to lose athletics as well. And uh, Jesse has said it on the show a million times and, and she is anti-feminist, but she was like, we had it like things were going pretty good for a while, but the things that we're supposed to stand up for, we're not standing up for anymore. And that's the fucking problem with everything that's going on. So I think it's only going to get worse. And then the further and further it goes worse on the left side, the, the, the worse and worse the right side gets. Um, with the abortion shit where it's like, dude, there's one state and I, I don't know which one it was that's talking about like on conception. It's like, oh, that's a fucking baby. Sorry, you're fucked. And it's like, bro, having seen my wife go through her third child and just pushing out a fucking human. I mean, yes, the baby was nine pounds, one ounces, and that's going to be difficult on anyone's vagina. But seeing it in person, you're like, man, there is not a fucking prayer I can tell a woman what to do with her body after everything they go through and hormones and all that other shit. So I'm not going to try. Did she she let you swing around to the front this time? No, she did not. (laughs) And here's the thing. There was no guard up. Whereas in, in Wilmington, when we had the first two, there was a guard between the legs and the bottom. So it was like a, when you saw a woman in half and on a magic trick, there was a guard up. So I couldn't see this one. I had to really focus in and keep my eyes up. Um, And I thought I had made it through all the way to the end. And I did. But then I heard this. It was a noise. It was a sound that I heard of uh, something hitting a bucket. And it was wet. Yeah. And and the guy just screams out, you guys want the placenta? No. No, I don't. I'm all all good on that. You didn't want to grill it? Sure didn't. I don't make a soup out of it. I don't put it on top of salads or pizzas. Not, I'm not a big placenta guy. You can dehydrate it and actually shave it now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Canadians make a soup out of it, and that's real. My wife had it made in little pills. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. that's also a thing. Where yeah. You can have it ground up in a pills. Yeah. 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 So some people want that. I'm all good on all that shit. But uh, to answer your question, I kept my eyes up the whole time. Okay. Uh, 
because I've gone through it twice now at this point, here's the reason why. You still don't want to see your wife's vagina splayed open like that and then all the parts and all the other shit that come out of it because you still want to have sex with that person in the future. I, I'm good. I saw you it were all. good? Yeah. And you're, so you're fine. Like mentally, you, you don't have that image in your mind or it, anything else? It's like two different things to me. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can separate the art from the artist. I can, yeah. It was, and look, it was, it was bad. It was bad. It was, I've never looked. And it, everything, never you, looked. everything you feel, like you just said, like I can't tell her what to do with her body after like watching her go through that. Yeah. Like having been on the business end of watching go through, like looking from face to that, face to that, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm pretty, I'm mostly pretty good on that. Yeah, dude. I also took a picture of the placenta and sent it to Dan immediately. Did you really? Yeah. I was like, dude, I think my kid might be ugly. Delco or uh, Holloway? Delco. Okay. What was your thoughts on the placenta? I was trying to get it. And, and, and you got denied on that. Yeah. yeah what yeah. about a pill? Would you slide him a pill, a placenta pill? I think we still have some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, uh, I can get some stem cells from that, right? I, you know, I'm, sure. not, I'm not sure how that works, but you know, if you wanted to eat part of Bob's wife, now you have the, you, you, would, you would hold that over his head forever. You know, I don't know that Bob has ever eaten part of any person you've dated. So I can't, I can't, like, I, I can't eat something of someone who loves him because it doesn't exist. <laughs> What? Do you not have a girlfriend? You're not dating anybody right now. I mean, I don't have a girlfriend. No. Okay. All right. But I mean, yeah, you're dating people. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. Um, just making sure, making sure you're all right. I'm, I'm curious about your safety. You know. Uh, <laughs> uh, to, to get back to the Vicky story here that we covered a few weeks ago, um, Miss Vicky, obviously R.I.P. She's dead. Her, uh, her prisoner husband, and that's what they referred to each other as. Husband and wife is uh, still alive. He's back in jail. However, the hotel in, uh, sorry, motel in Indiana, it's a big difference between a hotel and a motel. Uh, the motel that we're at, um, they are sold out. Everybody wants to rent this room that they fucked on for days and days and days. And, uh, and they're obliging with people. I wonder if they changed the sheets. Because that would be part of the magic like everybody on these murder tours now wants to really feel like they're a part of yeah. whatever the crime was or the murder whatever uh took place if i were the if i was the motel i would have left the sheets it, well it's a motel in indiana so they probably did without being asked <laughs> that was all that was their plan all along <laughs> Um, there is a wait list for this room right now. So they're not shying away from it, which is nice. I mean, they're going all in on this and, uh, there is a wait list for people that are eager to stay there. Uh, as of Monday, roughly 70 people were on a wait list to get a reservation for the room. Uh, it's the motel 41 in Evansville, Indiana. So if you're out there, you want to take a little peeksies, maybe grab a pick, uh, feel free. That is the motel 41. In Evansville, Indiana, a Motel 41 employee told the media outlets uh, that a customer stayed in the room Sunday night after the motel had already received 25 phone calls uh, about other customers for that particular room's availability the same day. Now, the going rate for that room, $75. They've since bumped that room up, only that room, to $100 a night. So. 
25 uh, percent that's not that bad it's not terrible it's like inflation plus a little star power yeah they're not they're not price gouging on this so i thought that'd be at least 250 same i don't really mind this at all like a hundo for the whole sake of it and if you could sniff the sheets and get a little bit of vicky on you before you left great well you don't even need it for the night though do you Eh. i would want it for the night because i don't want to sleep there i just want to fuck there no well, but what if you vicky... want to fuck there you want a seance and yeah what if vicky shows uh, up 100 percent you, you want to you oh, bring in all the all the things, all the candles. That, yeah. The last place she was happy. Yes, that was the last place she got boned out. You just feel her like enter your body, her spirit. Yeah, because this is this is where they discovered, and they were like, "Oh shit, we got to go on the run." So they bounced out of this hotel room, and then she iced herself on the side of the road. So that was it. You're getting the last of Vicky here in this room. Uh, it doesn't say what number though, because I'd love to give that out. Because I guarantee you, people are taking pics outside there. Uh, be nice to get a room number on there. Um, I've got a crazy death hotel story, but I'm I'm waiting for Burt Kreischer to come on the show. Uh, uh, yes, because it involves his wife, actually. And uh, I've never told this story before. I'm waiting. Um, I'm, Burt was one of my first friends in LA. And uh, he's one of those guys now, he's super fucking busy, where it's like he's booking out fucking two and three nights, a, or two two stand-up gigs a night, sometimes three at some of these cities. And I mean, it's just bang, banging on top of it. So he's just like, look, whenever we're in the same city, we'll, we'll get loose. But he did, even he doesn't know this story. His wife does. So I have a crazy, a fun one. I have a crazy death story. Go ahead. Fire I sent it to Jesse as a crime corner, but who knows when she'll be back. <laughs> who knows? You yeah. Know? Did you hear about this? No, it happened here. Really happened in Austin. Hear about this? Hear about this? God. Hear about this? Hey, wait, wait, wait. Should I, should I hit it? Yeah. Crime Corner. This might be more of a civil liability crime, but uh, mm. it did involve a death. That's fine. Landscape worker dies in West Austin bee attack. Oh, shit. So The bees have been out, dude. Yeah. So uh, a lighting technician died after he was swarmed by bees at a West Austin home on Thursday. But how he died was insane. It wasn't like he was allergic or anything like that. Mm -hmm. He was on a ladder and he was tied in a harness, you know, for safety reasons. Sure. He didn't know the hive was there. The hive was humongous way bigger than like don't imagine like your normal cartoon beehive this hive was way bigger than that yeah he accidentally disrupts the hive starts getting stung up in the tree starts panicking kicks the ladder out from under him now he's dangling there as the entire hive exits and swarms him his entire body according to the two people watching him was covered in bees within seconds and they were just sitting below him listening to this man scream in agony as the bees stung him to death, went in his mouth, all kinds of shit. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. That's a a horrific way to die. I can't name... uh, Even a shark attack would have been faster than that. I can't name a a worse way to die. A bear attack would be better than that. Bear uh, bear would be gnarly. It depends on where they got you. There Um, were two... bees, that takes forever. Yeah. There were two workers below his buddies who were trying to help him uh-huh. as he was screaming, but couldn't a neighbor who didn't want to be named said that uh, the guy, they, they could, everyone could hear him screaming, that there's nothing anyone could do. It lasted 10 minutes. Fuck. Fuck. Kids, we got some sponsors that put this show on the air today. It is a shock each and every day that we have 
sponsors that even advertise anymore. Damn it. But the first one is our title sponsor, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Let's go, kids. Let's get a new mattress today. All right. 30% off everything in the entire store with the promo code drinking bros at checkout. So if you want a mattress, maybe you want some pillows, maybe you want some sheets, maybe you just want the adjustable base on its own, maybe you just want a weighted blanket, or maybe you want all of those things. Feel free to pop them in your cart and then pop in the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout and you get 30% off everything. Now, if you want the bundle package, that's the adjustable base and the mattress combined, congratulations, you can take 40% off that without a promo code. That'll just let you do it at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. And for all of 2022, they've got a 60-month pay-as-you-go program at no interest there at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. So all the deals that I just mentioned, you can combine them with that. It's at the bottom of the page. Just click that tab there, and uh, you can walk out of there with a brand-new bedroom set for about 20 25 bucks a month. I can't tell you how much I missed that goddamn thing in the hospital, um, but I, I love the ghost bed. I will support them till I die. Next up is something that will probably help me get closer to death. HardAFSeltzer.com. 8% in a can going straight to your fucking face. It's also going straight to your doorstep because we ship to 42 states. The OG flavors are still there. We've got the peach, got the blue raz, we got the lemon lime, and the old strawberry shortcake coming at you. Again, we ship to 42 states. That'll come right to your front door. All you have to do is go to hardafseltzer.com and then type in how many cases you want. Now, you get better shipping deals if you get two cases on there. Uh, so go ahead and throw an extra case on there. And yes, we only ship by the case. Why? Because we care. We care about you getting fucked up, and we want you to take 24 cans to a party. Don't show up with a sixer. Show up with a full case of 8% seltzer from hardafseltzer.com. That's gnarly. I can tell you uh, as a kid um, in Tennessee, uh, my, my parents were divorced when I was two. So my dad had custody of me in the summers and then like every other holiday. So, uh, he was in Tennessee. We were in Nashville. Um, and there was a, a huge, one of those hives like hanging from a tree. I took a fucking wiffle ball bat and, uh, just thought I'd give it a go, you know, just give it a big swing for the fences. That's not a strong enough bat. It wasn't. It was strong enough to fucking tear a hole into the, the thing, but that hole was the perfect size for all of them to escape and then attack me. So I hit it and I didn't, it, it was, it's a, I will say this. It's a very delayed response where there's a good, like, oh shit, two seconds, three seconds, nothing's going to happen. And then <laughs> see you later. They all go for you. And I ran as fast as I, that's the fastest I've ever run in my life besides outrunning the cops one night uh, on foot. Um, and I got away. Uh, but yeah, but it was violent. Like I, I took a nasty spill in the forest. Like I could not see anything. Good move with the woods all the way down. Yes, because they ended up in prison for two days. So I, 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 it was a smart move on my part on that one. Uh, but with the bees, not so smart. I could not outrun the bees, and I, I would say maybe fifteen or sixteen of them got me. Um, and now this is some old school Southern shit. When I got back to my dad's place. Um, he was a uh, disc jockey, so he was on air, and there was a neighbor, like a hot neighbor that he was 
he was banging her. All right, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat this. He was fucking the hot neighbor. Uh, now that he's divorced, so it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, get it in where you can get it in. And so I ran over to her house in a panic. Um, this does not turn into a porn. That will happen in a second. But um, uh, she said, "All right, stay still." I'm going to grab my boyfriend's tobacco. Yes, I, was about, I didn't want to ruin you. I didn't want to ruin it. Did she tear up a cigarette or did you get the chew? Tear up the cigarette. So she was looking for the chew. Chew can was empty. Found cigarettes, tore those open, uh, put all the tobacco inside of her mouth, got it real fucking wet, and then I had to take off my shirt and my shorts, and then she applied the tobacco to all of the bee stings, and it worked. Like I, you know, I was in pain for a little bit, but... Uh, the tobacco works, and that was some old school fucking southern shit. Kind of like when you get an earache, and they're like, "I'll put some warm urine in it," and you're like, "Why would I do that? Why would I do that?" And they're like, "It's sterile." Two drops, two drops is what they recommend for an earache. Baby's crying, a few drops of whiskey. Shit, dude. But the bee, those that that bee shit, dude, was no fucking joke. And that was fifteen or sixteen. This guy, you're probably looking at two to three thousand bees, at maybe least. more. They, I mean, they said he was covered, like he was just a mass Fuck. of bees. God damn. Dude. Over and over and over again, like in the mouth. Oh. Like, yeah. So, and that's the thing, too. They're attracted to carbon dioxide. So they go up your nose and in your mouth and shit like that. God damn it, man. That's a horrible way to die. Yeah. Shit. Why do we need bees again? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like all of it. I, take a fucking blow to oh, I forget what comedian things. was. Some great comedian had a joke that, like, a bee is just a fly with a gun. Yeah. I, look, there's, there's so many goddamn bees here in this fucking state that it's, it's nuts. Hornets. All of the fucking things. The hornets are at my house, and I have one of the hornet sprayers. It's about 20 feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I got uh, that too. So I didn't realize. I saw it's I, deadly. It's, I was well, surprised. It's great, and I thought I got them all, and I'm there. there was still a bunch more. I was wondering why, and then I found the big hive inside this uh, yeah. ceramic light fixture that like my hippie neighbors put outside on my patio because mm-hmm. they're hippies, and inside, so there's no way I could spray inside it. So again, I just hit it with the bat, and as it breaks and goes down, I just spray it. I buzz as much as I can and then run inside. I don't care how much money you have in Texas. You got to be screened up in the back. You got to have a screen in porch. You're yeah. just going to get eaten alive. Um, especially I, white people, dude. I, we get eaten alive. I light so here. many candles, like, like 40 candles, literally. I've, I've lit in all the candles, done all the things. Speaking of which, do you have a lighter on you? Yeah. Do you really? Go I grab do. the fucking vagina candle. I want to smell this goddamn thing. Holloway refused to do it. And uh, he was like, I don't want to smell somebody else's pussy. And I'm like, are you a man or are you a lady? He has to uh, smell someone else's. You mean someone else other than Britney's? Yes. He, ha- he doesn't have his own pussy. My wife doesn't care if I smell Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy. Yeah. I don't think Britney cares. Um, so we did buy the vagina candle, by the way. Um, and it just says on, on, the, on the candle, this smells like my vagina. Take a, you, I'll give you the honors. What do you think? It's soothing, right? It doesn't smell like vagina. How does her pussy smell? I'll be the judge. Man. Now, what I'm worried is, does it smell like if you lit a vagina on fire? That's what I'm saying. Like, I I think you've got to factor that in, man. Um, It just kind of smells like perfume. A nicely perfumed and washed vagina. No, that's exactly it. That's what I'm smelling, too. Uh, That's a loofah vagina that's that's a loofah in the shower vagina not like a bar of soap it's not a bar of dove or something like that's that exactly that's exactly what you want to smell before you take a lick like yeah there's no stubble yes. it's just smooth uh, i'm fine i'll go to the jungle i don't give a shit yeah but it doesn't smell like that when it's in the jungle right yeah like right. that's like the just something this smells like gwyneth paltrow's vagina because i would i would have to imagine she's shorn all the way right that's gonna 
that's not going to be a sitch where, you know, you're, you're going to have a clown wig on the sides of that. That is, I would be shocked if she has one hair on her pussy. Like one. That's a fucking smooth landing right there. You could like pet it. Yeah. It's, that's like turtle wax where it's wet. It's got a, sh- it's got a shine to it. It's like a fucking freshly polished table at Thanksgiving. Wooden table where you just, you sprayed a little bit on there. And the, you, sh- wee, you wee. just rest your cheek right on it. And you just take a little nap, and yeah. you're just like, oh, I just want to live here. That's nice, though. I'm going to be honest. So this tiny little candle that literally says this smells like my vagina uh, was $22 with shipping. And uh, I'm going to be honest. I think it was worth it. I think it was worth it. I don't know how long this will last. But sure the fuck smells good. And if her pussy smells like that, congratulations. I forget who she got remarried to. I know, I know that's probably kept uh chris martin in the game for a long time from Coldplay. uh was probably this but then afterwards like shit just got a little a little too much for him uh the new one is probably some heir to something look up her new husband it's what uh, he do? brad falchuk that sounds familiar is he, he a banker no he's a tv writer director he works with ryan murphy Oh. Like he did. He did Glee and Scream, Scream Queens, and American Horror Story. Shit so that's like that. where they met. I think she was on Glee. She was on Glee. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Season two, I believe. Oh no, shit! Are you a big Glee, Glee fan? I liked the first like two or three seasons. <laughs> Glee was. Does, it used to be really funny. Wasn't it on ABC? Surprise! It was on Fox. <laughs> it was on Fox. Oh, it was on Fox. Terrible show. Yeah, I'm, I wasn't a fan. I'm a Jane Lynch fan, but I wasn't a fan of uh, of Glee itself. Uh, they <laughs> they went through some hard times on that show. Isn't half the cast dead? Yeah, yeah, there's... Uh, and, like, weird accidents. Homeboy OD'd. Was it uh, Corey Monteith? Corey Monteith OD'd. He, he OD'd. Been, like a heroin addict. So there was a girl who drowned, drowned in a boat. She, yeah. So she was out swimming on a lake in California with her little, like, two-year-old, three-year-old yep. kid. And they just... By the way, the family sued. I don't know if you heard about it. The, what, the pontoon company? No, the, 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 the city. Okay, for, for yeah, some I mean, reason. it was a public lake. It wasn't... <sighs> How do you sue for that? Like, I don't know. She got her foot entangled in like seaweed or whatever. Some right. seaweed, or is it like there's a lot of lakes in America that are towns underneath? This was just flooded the shit. This was mm-hmm. a plant. Yeah, it wasn't okay. like a like a chimney or like that happens in like yeah. the Ozarks or something. No, no. So or they like Lanier. Yeah. Like yeah. Lanier, always there's always weird. That's deaths my lake because there's a bunch of old houses underneath. Yeah, and they get stuck in chimneys and like the Bro. roof. I, so in in Georgia, man, that fucking Lake Lanier, and that's where they shot Ozark, by the way. Um, we used to go to that as a kid, and uh, somebody would die every fucking week in there. I mean, it was nuts, dude. And it was always like a drowning thing. And they were uh, part of the Atlanta bit with the ghosts coming up from the shit. It's Lake Lanier because they shoot that in Georgia as well. And you're like, dude, it's it, it's the it's what you said. It was flooded out. There's a bunch of weird shit under there. People get caught on shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. I think that's almost like a national. Uh, knowledge at this point that Lake Lake Lanier is one of the most haunted lakes oh, yeah. in the country. Because yeah. every weekend somebody dies there. It's Memorial Day weekend. You're it's like Chicago. You can set your watch to a couple deaths at least. Yeah, like you just look around. Like Ozarks is the same way. And Lake Travis actually has a lot of deaths too. Where like you just look around, and you're like someone on someone I'm looking at is gonna die yep. today. Yeah, because a lot of drunk people. Just it's just a drunk asshole. Yeah, on like watch me die. Rocks. Yeah, you just tie yourself up on a boat. Maybe he falls in between. Maybe like yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, just gets caught up in the ropes. Whatever. You do too much cocaine. Somebody throws you out in the river. Who knows? Prolapse rectum. <sighs> Ketamine. Point two four BAC. 
I don't know what's going to happen to you, but somebody's going to die this weekend. It's, it's, it's Memorial Day weekend. I can't believe I never got clipped by a boat in the Poconos because I used to swim the lakes. Mm-hmm. And I would just go out, and there was plenty of boats that probably should have just hit me. Yeah, yeah how'd that not happen? Yeah, how'd that not happen? You got all your arms and legs. It's weird. Great swimmer, though. You are? Oh, yeah. One of the best, huh? Yeah, one all of right. the best. Broad shoulders. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Uh, but they, they settled homegirls' lawsuits, so they gave the family a million dollars. Now, the weird part about her story, Bob, was that the baby survived. So she apparently drowned while pushing him up onto the boat. Yes. Because they were swimming, yep. and she got stuck while, like, all right, you get up, buddy. And he was like, fucking two. I know. Like, that's a fucking miracle he didn't die. Miracle. And so, but imagine coming across that boat where there's just a two-year-old in there. Yeah. And then trying to figure out what the fuck happened. Uh, nightmares sitch all the way around, but that, that whole cast is, is the, cursed. <laughs> well, the other one kind of cursed himself. Well, yeah, yeah. He got caught with child porn and then killed himself. And I'll take this a step further if you want to know. So Jane Lynch and I, I had the same agent as Jane Lynch. She fucking died. And she was super young, too. Um, Gabby's her name, and like, ugh, dude, I, I, it was a strange, it was one of those like last minute cancer things where it just pops up and then you're dead. Wait, who died? Like, uh, Jane Lynch's agent. Oh, okay. Show. Like, that was her big break. She was always super fucking talented for years and years and years, and like, we all knew it. Like, everybody fucking knew it, but what was going to be the breakout vehicle for her, and who was going to believe in you long enough to keep giving you these opportunities? Because let's face it, somebody of that age typically doesn't get series regular leads and shows right place right time the agent fucking believed in her and just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and made it happen same thing with jason bateman's agent because i had the same agent as jason bateman like he could not get fucking arrested and like dude i used to see him getting trashed out of his mind at uh, beverly hills hotel and just kind of lamenting like about that he couldn't get work and everything else and uh and it was it was a mess for him and then one agent just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and then finally Arrested Development came along and, uh, and got him in there for that. But that was one of those shows that nobody really wanted to do. Glee, there was a lot of people up for that. Arrested Development was just kind of weird, and everybody was just like, eh. Do yeah. you guys remember what Party Down? Be? Oh, yeah, Party Down was fucking That was awesome. my uh, favorite show out of those like two time periods that were kind of right. somewhere in the quirky. Weird... stars. Yeah. 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 Big, big fan. All those guys from Wet Hot American Summer, that's uh, Ken Marino was the lead of Party Down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Scott was in that as yeah. well. And um, a lot of those guys came out of Wet Hot American Summer. And what's his name? From 30 Rock. One of my end all. Wet Hot American Summer is one of my 10 favorite movies of all time, by the way. Really? I didn't know that. 100%. Like top 10 of all time. Raunchy American comedy. Uh, but in a fun way. It caught me off guard. So I'll tell you when I saw that. It was 9 11. <laughs> I had to squeeze that in there somewhere Where today. You? I figure if we're going to talk about Juneteenth, we might as well and trans, we might as well just throw 9/11 in there and just go for all of it today. Um, when 9/11 happened, I was in Los Angeles, and there was a period of time where, on the news, they had told us they were like one of the planes that got hijacked is headed to L.A., and so we all thought we were going to die because we were fucking 20 three years old or whatever it was. And uh, uh, they didn't really have any info. And they were showing those radar screens of planes and uh, look at all the planes that are going across America. It could be any one of these that's going to crash into your place and kill you personally, Ross. And um, we all kind of huddled up together in, in one person's apartment. There was, I think, eight of us from Ohio State that had moved out all into the same apartment complex. So uh, we were all close in college and then we all 
were pretty close in LA for those first few years. And we spent the day in there kind of watching the, the shit and watching the world burn and, and, and all of that. Uh, everybody kind of pulled their booze and drugs together and just shared everything. Uh, and that was probably the most unified I've ever seen the country, to be honest with you. No, it's fucked up, but like, it's totally true. Like people came out, neighbors, uh, people in LA typically aren't that friendly and, and, uh, you don't really know your neighbors there. That's why it feels so isolating because nobody talks to each other there. That day they did. And for that week that, that went on that, that's what happened as well. Well, um, a friend of mine had worked for a studio and she had brought this movie home and she was like, everybody keeps talking about this fucking movie, what on American summer. And, uh, and we ended up watching it. I laughed for a thousand years because the jokes were so unexpected and, and came out of nowhere. When that guy crashed into the fucking tree, top speed in that van trying to go and fuck that girl and then gets out of the car and then tries to sprint 15 miles to go and have sex with that girl. It's one of the greatest scenes of all time. But like there were so many fucking gems in that movie. Um, and plus whenever you start off a movie with a boom box and then a guy's huge dick and balls, just kind of bouncing around next to a fire, like a campfire. I'm all in on that. Um, there was another movie that did that. Uh, Gavin McGinnis, how to be a man. I, I recommended that to you, Giorgio. I don't know if you got a chance to watch it, but, uh, they probably banned it because it's Gavin. It was really, really fucking good. And, uh, and the top of that, uh, it's about a guy who thinks he has cancer and he's got a, a child on the way. So he's leaving all these videos for his kid. And he's just like, look, son, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you a series of videos on how to be a man. And I, I want you to uh, be raised with dignity and strength and blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of this speech into camera that he's videotaping himself, uh, you realize that he's completely buck naked and his dick and balls flop out just full screen, and I knew I was in for a treat there. So if you lead with that, and which is why I think Righteous Gemstones always leads with a nice dong to start it off with, that really sets the tone for the rest of the, the show and or movie where you're like, all right, cool, man. If we're leading with a fucking huge dong and balls in my face, then the rest of this is going to be pretty goddamn entertaining. And I'm super amped about that. So uh, with that being said, uh, we're going to get into the depressing side of Hollywood now. Uh, I just saw that new Thor trailer, and I'm not a Marvel guy at all. At all. Uh, I typically hate that shit. I go see it because I've got kids. Um, this Thor trailer, though, was lights out. Yeah. I mean, Thor, the direction they're taking it is great. The best. It, it, yeah. The best. It, it's not like Doctor Strange. I, I watched Doctor Strange a couple weeks ago. Nah, with, fuck that. It was awful. Yeah. Um, this looks like it's fun and at least it's some form of new spin on this. And uh, the depressing part came when I saw the new trailer, though. <sighs> Christian Bale. Yep. Christian Bale is the villain in this, and that ripped my soul out of my body. He's probably the very best actor we have, and to see him forced to do Marvel movies now, yeah, but it, it just it might be the best Marvel movie. It will because Christian Bale is in it. Like it, he, he's the best. Russell Crowe's in it. I, that's that's the next one I was going to. Because I, I was like, all right, maybe it's just Christian Bale that didn't have to sell his soul, and then all of a sudden at the end, Russell Crowe pops out, and I'm like. God damn it. I mean, there's dude. three Oscar winners in this movie. I know. And then they brought back Natalie Portman. <laughs> three Oscar winners. <laughs> Oscar winners. Natalie Portman in a Marvel out movie. of Marvel. And they had to like do all these things to like get around that yeah. for the story. Yeah, and then yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. back now. Yeah. There's nothing left. Like that's the sad part of all of this. There is nothing left 
for them to do. You cannot do original movies anymore, so you're stuck in this, and then you have to pretend that you love it. I would be shocked if you see Christian Bale do one interview for this movie. I, I bet you that was in his contract of like, hey, dude, I'll do this, but I'm not doing one fucking interview about it. Because uh, when I saw it, have you guys seen The Island of Dr. Moreau? Is that too fucking obscure? I have seen clips on YouTube that are I've hilarious, but, but I have not okay. watched the but whole also, thing. He, I mean, he was Batman, so it's not like he hasn't done superhero movies before. It's true, but... That's what Nolan. It was, it was Christopher that's Nolan, different. like, that's I, and he was not Christian Bale yet. Batman make kind of made him Christian Bale. No. I know he had done Ooh, Memento, yeah. The Machinist. He had done no, Ameri- nobody saw The Machinist. Like, I, I was in the minority in this, and Jesse reminded me she was like American Psycho. Saw that movie. Same with American Psycho. If you look at the box office numbers for American Psycho, wasn't great. It picked up on DVD, and that was like three years down the road where everybody had it and was just like, "Hey, dude, have you seen yeah. American Psycho?" That was the type nobody saw in theaters. The type of thing that it got like passed around my fraternity house, yep. and we were like, "Oh my god, you got to fucking watch this ridiculous movie." There is certain movies that gained a life after that, especially on DVD, because there was something fucking nostalgic when somebody gave it to you and there was like oh shit this must be important because they're giving me their personal dvd to watch and that was 22 dollars. rain of fire him and matthew mcconaughey and that was that awesome sucked. that movie sucked but um, he, done, he was he, really good i loved that movie, that movie sucked. <laughs> he sucked watch it he was a supporting role in captain corelli's mandolin like he was not anything until batman begins midsummer's no. night dream nope Nope, that movie made nothing. I did theater, and that's fucking dumb. No. <laughs> no nope. way. Pocahontas? Is that the one with... Uh... Yeah, he's a voice in that. Oh. No, oh. in the cartoon. Oh, he I thought does... he was in the... You're thinking of the Colin Farrell, Farrell one, yeah, which he, he is also in. Uh, is he really? Yeah, he plays uh, Raleigh, or Rolf. I can't remember which... John Rolf. He plays John Rolf. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, with that, uh, Bob, pull up The Island of Dr. Moreau, Marlon Brando. Prestige. That's oh, the one. That's the one. Well, it's not the one. It came but it out a year really after good. Batman yeah. Begins. Yeah, it was yeah, really was fucking first. good. Really good. Uh, all, all of his movies are really good. He's fucking awesome. Nolan went prestige and Batman at the same time. That's insane. Oh, yeah, dude. He was fucking killing which, it. Which Brando do you want? Uh, you want? There it is with the white skin. <laughs> so this was his character in Island of Dr. Moreau. I can't help but think Bale said, all right. If I'm going to fucking do this, I'm going to go old school Brando with it and just fuck with everybody and kind of do this. Um, if you show the picture of Christian Bale as the character now in... Uh, its name is Gore the God Butcher? Yep. Same voice, same makeup, same everything. Um, I can't help but think that was a nod to him of like, this is the end. Because if you're going to compare some of the greatest actors of all time, Christian Bale's probably... The closest to Brando that we got, I would imagine. I mean, it's just so fucking eerie. Kind of reminds me of uh, God of War, a video game. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, but did he lose weight for this, or was this CGI? That's the other thing that I thought when I saw it, because it would be classic Bale if he just threw himself into it and got down to like 98 pounds or something, But because um, he looks thinner. Is he small? He kind of looks kind of cut. It's it's so tough to say because he's gone up and down so much. Yeah, I'm sure his body is fucked. This might be a body double. This might be a whole face replacement. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. The Marvel. This is what Marvel does, especially with the suits and how they're able to like go back and change them. Maybe like, I, this may just be Christian Bale's face on a 3D body. I saw so the it, the rock behind the scenes for his Black Adam movie. I think black it's Adam called. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the, his head and all that other shit was exposed, and I'm wondering if they're putting something over that CGI, so maybe. And then Russell Crowe's playing Zeus, I think? I believe, that's what yeah. it appeared to look like in the trailer. kind of cool and funny. It, it is. It's funny, but, I mean, three Oscar winners are now in a Marvel movie, and then if you look at the rest of them, you have Benedict Cumberbatch, Mark Ruffalo and all this shit, like uh, Robert Downey Jr., it is everybody who's been nominated for Oscars is now going back and doing this well, shit. This is like, why Marvel is just boat racing DC. Oh, they're like, killing him. It's not him. even close. Killing him. You're right. It's not even close. After seeing this, why didn't he play old Elvis? In the movie? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just looking at Russell Crowe right now, and I just get real Elvis. Like He fits his Zeus, but like a chubby <laughs> old Zeus, like, like Zeus that doesn't have it anymore. This is Russell Crowe's last big cash grab there, and I don't mind it. I, he softened up in his interviews. Back in the day, he was a fucking asshole, like in real life and on set. Um, just a fucking Oh, Ross, dick. what goes in this life echoes in eternity. I guess so. Uh, but his interviews lately have been super self-depreciating and funny, and he's admitted... I, there was a stern interview that he did where he was just like, I was a fucking cocksucker to people. And like, not that that's a huge surprise out of Russell Crowe, but the fact that three Oscar winners are now in the same movie. Holy fucking shit. Um, and then this is the Thor body that it looks like he was getting ready for Hulk Hogan. Cause he looks even bigger. Uh, Hemsworth. He looks huge. Huge. Yeah. And this is what he was training for, for the Hulk Hogan thing. Now the Hulk Hogan thing, I haven't heard shit about as far as if they got through production or not, um, or where they're at with that. But if, if you're doing cycles like that, you can't keep doing that for two years if that production got pushed. Also, for the sake of the story arc, he has to train from, because like in Endgame, he was fat. Uh-huh. So I'm sure they have like a little montage where he goes from super fat Thor to super yoked Thor. Look at this. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, that's a goddamn animal. That is a goddamn animal. That's who your wife is thinking about while she's fucking you, right there. This guy right here. And there's nothing you can really For our do. generation, yes. But yeah. I, I don't think the younger generation appreciates this. I don't either. I don't either. Um, and it's, you can see the trend in movies and, and like music and everything else. Yeah, dude. It's the, it's the femme. It's the fucking Harry Styles. It's the Chalamets. Yeah, you want, they want somebody that can climb all over them like a little spider. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean, right now, this, this Hemsworth could eat Chalamet. Oh, tear his face off like a fucking wild orangutan. Just rip it off, put it on somebody else's body. Um, man, but it looks good. Uh, the trailer looks awesome. I just, it's, you know, that's the end of the road, though, as far as original movies go and everything else. Like, you're kind of fucked unless you want to do a Taylor Sheridan, uh, you know, limited series. Then you can come out and do some fun things. They got Harrison Ford in the new one and uh, Helen Mirren. Uh, they're going to be in 1932. It'll be Harrison Ford's uh, first TV. Yeah, but they do have a. Uh... What's his name? Uh, Takaya Watiki? Watiti? Taka Watiti? He's rad. Yeah, so he's directing this. So this is going to be awesome. Thor? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, look, I'm, I'm not, it, not it looks miss. amazing. Yeah. It looks amazing. I'm just, I'm, what I'm saying is from an acting standpoint, there's no way Christian Bale even picks up this script if, if the phone was ringing for typical shit that he usually gets. Who do we get next? PTA? Mm. <laughs> PTA but does I'll, a also, fucking Marvel movie. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Why not? You laugh, dude, but I... I that's the biggest job out there. That's the biggest paycheck. But eh, isn't it? Aren't these jobs pretty easy though? Like yeah. they just show up to a room for like eight days. Oh, yeah. yeah, read their lines. lines. Not yeah. really. And it's a miserable time. It's hot. You're on a tarmac. There's giant green everywhere. You don't really know what's going on. But you don't know what's going on. But you're only saying a couple lines a piece, and then you're out of there. So like, 
I remember, I think it was Edward Norton in the first Hulk movie. He shot a total of eight days for Hulk, and the rest of it was all CGI. Well, yeah, that's because that, yeah, that was that other Hulk. Yeah, but like any of those guys, you have to do costumes or makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're there all you get day. Up at day. like 3 a.m. Oh, it's the worst. Four and you, you, hours yeah, you shoot two minutes. Yeah, you're, you're you're on two minutes, and you can't piss in that shit because you're usually covered up everywhere. Yeah. Everything's zipped up, yep. and it's a nightmare. Um, and they deserve the money they're getting for it. It's just you know, you know, some of, maybe some of, of these actors want to get yoked. Uh, look, that's certainly a possibility where they're just like, look, I'll, I want to go on a cycle for three or four months. Mm-hmm. Like that uh, Camille Ninjami or whatever yeah, his yeah. name is. You get a nutritionist. Well, he's he's going to stay yoked because he's an Obi-Wan. Assistant. Yeah. And like, I think that's why he did it, where he was just like, ah, shit. Girls are looking at me and I'm, I'm starting mm-hmm. to get on the cover of magazines and shit. Let's, well, let's well, dial I mean, up some other movies where I'm he's, shredding. He's been married for a while, but... <laughs> Yeah. The big, the big, the big sick was kind of a big film about his. Yep. Me- no, <laughs> I, no, 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 I think he's got a yo- yo- one yo- eye that is yeah. off into the distance, looking for the next one. Yoked Kumail and Johnny's only been married for about a year. <laughs> That's fair. That will all change, my man. That will <laughs> he all did, he, his change. Official statement is: is if the Indian kids are going to see him, they want to see someone who looks like a superstar or, su- or a superhero. Is that what he said? Yeah. Because he, 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 if he's going to take on that and be in these movies, he needs to represent it for them. I, I understand that. I understand that. Um, I remember, shit, a friend of mine back in the day, Whitney Cummings, um, we were chatting about a Vince Vaughn movie. I think it was The Breakup with Jennifer Aniston, um, where he was kind of fat in that. And uh, she was like, Jesus Christ, you're a movie star. Like, look like it, for, for God's sake. So I don't, I don't blame Homeboy for wanting to get shredded like that. And I mean, look, everybody's doing cycles in these fucking movies, so who gives a shit? Uh, if it's clean, it's clean. Whatever Ryan Reynolds is on, I want that. I heard it's HGH. But he's like, he's not like Thor. Like, he's like lean. No. You know he's what I mean? Lean, yeah, he's super lean. Um, there was one movie, what was it, the first uh, Deadpool, where it was, you were just like, all right. Yeah. Uh, all right. He looks like, uh, I don't even know. He looks like a, like a pro tennis player. He's got like an Nadal body. Yeah. My, you know, yeah like there's say, muscle, but yeah. it's like pretty lean. Yeah. Yeah, he's leaned out for sure, for sure. I uh, read an article here uh, yesterday about um, Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy. I, I remember her getting $60 million for that deal with Spotify, which I thought was fucking insane to me. Um, she said yesterday in an interview that she wants to beat Joe Rogan and have the top show in the world. What world are we living in Exactly. If that, because if that happens, we're we're pretty much all done, right? I mean, if you had told me in 2006 that Joe Rogan was going to be like a top five most influential comedian in the world, I would have been like, "Are but you I don't, fucking insane?" I don't view Rogan as an influential comedian. I've, I I view him as an influencing guy because of his podcast. Yeah, he's not a very good comedian. Uh, he's okay. He's I, fine. Like I, I've I don't mind him. I've seen him a few times, and uh, he's good enough. Like right. I'm not gonna. But he always has people in front rage. of him, his friends that are much better, and he follows well, them up, and it's like, you can't do that. That's what happens, yeah. right? Because when I was there, uh, opening night for that Rogan Chappelle thing during COVID, you guys went over Christmas. With um, Hinchcliffe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Hinchcliffe beat him opening up, and I was just like, I wasn't a big Tony Hinchcliffe fan, uh, but uh, I thought he had, had, had beat him in just a quick 15-minute set. But that's... That's what's going to happen when all your best friends are talking a whole bunch of shit on what's her name. Um, overweight comedian girl. Always wears the really tight pants. No idea. No Amy idea. Schumer. Oh. He had like five minutes on Amy Schumer. <laughs> Did he really? 
He didn't when I was there. Oh, Hinchcliffe didn't? <laughs> oh, that was like half his set when we went there. <laughs> that's funny, man. Yeah, but uh, that's what's going to happen when you're, you're friends with some of the top comedians in the world. Um, what? Are we, is he not allowed to say that, Delco? No, he was just chewing into the mic. Bad etiquette, just on my <laughs> he part. He was eating food and just go. I can <sighs> see you at least, but you're talking for the audio show, and that's fine. Yeah, you know, these monk packs, if I'm going to chew on anything during a sure. show, it's going to be a monk pack. Goddamn right, dude. Promo code Nooners will get you 20% off there. Uh, I'm just trying to get the audio. Yeah, of course. No, you know? I, so do I. I tell fucking Dan all the time. Look, like, you know, you they, they want a little ASMR. They want a little bit of papa, they a little, little slurp slurp. They don't need to know what you're eating. Slappy slappy. They don't need to know what you're eating. And I don't need to know that Alex Cooper wants to be the fucking biggest goddamn podcaster in the world. Well, you know, we don't really have our, pul- our finger on the pulse of young females in the world right now. So it's like... That, that sort show of. has I, an audience. I, I would look. I was. It's I, not good, but you, it has an audience. You're right. And I was thinking about it, and like, I don't know anybody else in that space. And she talked about this in the article itself, where she was just like, "Look, I'm the only one here right now with this type of voice." And I agree. We've had the girls from uh, guys we fucked on our show. That's a, it's a totally different fan base. Like those girls are older, you know. Homegirls in her twenties. Like you need something like this. I'm just surprised that there hasn't been either copycat versions that are better or anybody else gaining traction in that space at that demo. I'm sure there is that we don't know of. Again, the internet is a massive, massive place. It is, but we try to keep up on podcasts and, you know, obviously owning a media company, we're looking for, for oh, new shit. There's a brand else. new female voice that's skyrocketing to the top right now. Who? Brad Cooper. Oh, God damn it, dude. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. We're all done with that. Time to cut Giorgio's feet today. Time to cut Giorgio's feet. But I'm telling you, I thought I had a finger on the pulse of the internet when we were working at Grand X, and I've been been doing this for like 10 years. Not a prayer. I I, I know maybe like 1% of the internet. And Probably, I yeah. I, yeah. And I, I'd say this all the time. Like, um, as everybody asks how long your show, will, how long will you go? And I'm like, hey, it is not up to me. I love doing podcasts every single day, but it definitely isn't up to me. It's whether or not an audience will follow you for that long. And you also can't change. Um, I think that's the, the biggest problem with Stern uh, is that he has changed so much that you're just like, fuck off, bro. I, I, I can't even hear your old catalog versus who you are now. It is two entirely different people, but you're not going to know it. It just sneaks up on you and suddenly you're not cool one day and, uh, and you will have no idea until it's all over and you're like, oh shit. Uh, it's happened in acting. It's happened to, to friends of mine and uh, especially TV shows, um, actors of mine, uh, friends of mine that are in TV shows. They're like, oh, this is great. It's going to go forever. No, no, it's not. And they're going to pull the plug and you're going to be completely unprepared for it. Same with this. I hope to leave on a high note someday. I have no intention of leaving or doing anything else, but uh, the audience will, will tell us probably first and not vice versa on that one. Uh, last but not least here, um, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial is still going on. I want to give everybody a quick update on something exciting that happened in court yesterday. This is a real story that happened. Uh, a woman during one of the breaks uh, in between testimony stood up in the back row and held up a newborn and said that it was Johnny Depp's baby, which was fucking awesome. <sighs> We're here. We're all in on Depp now at this point. Like all of us are all in. Women are showing up with babies, saying that he's the father and all this other shit. He got a nice hearty chuckle out of it, which was fun. But then they got her the fuck out of the courtroom. What I was unaware is that they give you a bracelet, I guess, to go in and watch the court shit because so many people are coming in as if it's a fucking TV show. 
Uh, and they, it they, is the guy was the guy yelled out, "Cut her band, cut her, yeah. cut her wristband, get her out of here, cut her wristband." She doesn't get to come back anymore for the magic of it. Um, but it was really fucking funny, and I don't think the woman was all that serious. Although, if you're going to take it to that level, like hopefully you're going to get some money out of it later on down the road, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, you want that clip to go viral? Maybe a Chewbacca mom type sitch where it was like, oh, this is Depp's baby. You're trying to make an NFT here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen with her, but it was fun. Uh, as promised, um, we're going to play this uh, Bill Maher clip to, uh, to close out the show. Don't often do this. We have in the past, um, in the first few hundred episodes, we used to do shit like this. Uh, but then the copyright bullshit started catching up to us on YouTube. We're not on YouTube today. So I can just play the clip in its entirety. I really want to reiterate, I am not a huge Bill Maher fan. I just wholly agree with this fucking segment. He's and fine. I would say you guys overlap probably quite a bit on, on social politics. I think yeah. it's getting closer. Um, because you, I look, I think there's two, I think there's people that are too far right. I think there's people that are too far left. The middle is starting to get very fucking shallow these days where it's like, Oh, there's nobody in these waters anymore. Um, so when you hear something like this, at least from the other side, it's refreshing and you're like, all right, well maybe there's some hope, but then again, maybe not. We'll see. We'll see what any of this does. Um, but with enough people talking about it, like Ricky Gervais and Chappelle and all these other guys, even though they're comedians, so is Bill Maher. Uh, uh, maybe people will be like, holy shit, what I'm doing could be harmful to children. Uh, Bobby, go ahead and play this clip to lead us out of here tonight. And finally, new rule. If something about the human race is changing at a previously unprecedented rate, we have to at least discuss it. Broken down over time, the LGBT population of America seems to be roughly doubling every generation. According to a recent Gallup poll, less than 1% of Americans born before 1946, that's Joe Biden's generation, identify that way. 2.6% of boomers do, 4.2% of Gen X, 10.5% of millennials, and 20.8% of Gen Z. Which means if we follow this trajectory, we will all be gay in 2054. And then who's going to buy this chair? I'm just saying that when things change this much, this fast, people are allowed to ask, what's up with that? All the babies are in the wrong bodies? Was there a mix-up at the plant? Like with Captain Crunch's Oops All Berries? It wasn't that long ago when adults asked a kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? They meant what profession? <laughs> In the wake of America about to lose abortion rights, the ACLU recently tweeted a list of those who would be disproportionately harmed by this. You would think women might top that list. No, wasn't even on the list. Second on the list was LGBT. Really? Abortion rights affects gay and trans people more than, you know, breeders? <laughs> I'm happy for LGBT folks that we now live in an age where they can live their authentic lives openly. And we should always be mindful of respecting and protecting. 
But someone needs to say it. Not everything's about you. And it's okay to ask questions about something that's very new and involves children. The answer can't always be that anyone from a marginalized community is automatically right. Trump card, mic drop, end of discussion. Because we're literally experimenting on children. Maybe that's why Sweden and Finland have stopped giving puberty blockers to kids. Because we just don't know much about the long-term effects. Although common sense should tell you that when you reverse the course of raging hormones, there's going to be problems. We do know it hinders the development of bone density, which is kind of important if you like having a skeleton. <laughs> Fertility and the ability to have an orgasm seem also to be affected. This isn't just a lifestyle decision, it's medical. Weighing trade-offs is not bigotry. Yet when a book questioning the sudden uptick in transitioning children was released, a trans lawyer with the ACLU named Chase Strangio tweeted, Stopping the circulation of this book and these ideas is 100% a hill I will die on. How very civil liberties of him. Chase, by the way, has just been named one of the grand marshals of this year's New York City Pride March, along with three other trans people and a lesbian. Huh. What's missing here? Oh, right, a gay man. <laughs> That's where we are now. Gay men aren't hip enough for the gay pride parade. <laughs> Compared to trans, gay is practically cis, and cis is practically Mormon. That was funny. And this is a phenomenon we need to take into account when we look at this issue. Yes, part of the rise in LGBT numbers is from people feeling free enough to tell it to a pollster, and that's all to the good. But some of it is, it's trendy. Penis equals man. Okay, boomer. <laughs> Remember, the prime directive of every teen is anything to shock and challenge the squares who brought you up. It's why nobody gets a nose ring at 56. <clears throat> and if you haven't noticed that with kids, doing something for the likes is more important than their own genitals, you haven't been paying attention. Dr. Erica Anderson is a prominent 71-year-old clinical psychologist who is herself transgender and who now says, I think it's gone too far. The L.A. Times summarizes, she's come to believe that some children identifying as trans are falling under the influence of their peers and social media. If you attend a small dinner party of typically very liberal upper-income Angelinos, it is not uncommon to hear parents who each have a trans kid having a conversation about that. What are the odds of that happening in Youngstown, Ohio? If this spike in trans children is all-natural, why is it regional? Either Ohio is shaming them or California is creating them. It's like that day we suddenly all needed bottled water all the time. 
If we can't admit that in certain enclaves there is some level of trendiness to the idea of being anything other than straight, then this is not a serious science-based discussion. It's a blow being struck in the culture wars using children as cannon fodder. I don't understand parents who won't let their nine-year-old walk to the corner without a helmet, an EpiPen, and a GPS tracker. <laughs> and God forbid their lips touch dairy. But... <laughs> but hormone blockers and genital surgery? Fine. Talk about a nut allergy. I, uh, I guess penises are gross now, but <laughs> one might come in handy later on. <laughs> and if you're a man who wants to experience life without a pair of balls, you do not have to get surgery. You can get married. <laughs> I kid. Oh, we joke. <laughs> and never forget, children are impressionable and very, very stupid. Kids don't know why mom drinks every day or why dad has two cell phones. Maybe the boy who thinks he's a girl is just gay or whatever Frazier was. Maybe the girl who hates girly stuff just needs to learn that being female doesn't mean you have to act like a Kardashian. <laughs> Maybe childhood makes you sad sometimes, and there are other solutions besides hand me the dick saw. <laughs> and look, I'm sure the vast majority of parents do not take this lightly. And that is very hard to know when something is real or just a phase. And I understand being trans is different. It's innate. But kids do also have phases. They're kids. It's all phases. The dinosaur phase. The Hello Kitty phase. One day they want to be an astronaut. The next day you can't get them to leave their room. Gender fluid. Kids are fluid about everything. If kids knew what they wanted to be at age eight, the world would be filled with cowboys and princesses. <laughs> I wanted to be a pirate. Thank, Thank God nobody took me seriously and scheduled me for eye removal and peg leg surgery.